0: I'm Ryan. And I'm Steve. And you're listening to 60 Cycle Hum, the guitar, buying, selling, trading, modding, fixing, breaking, reviewing, playing podcast.
1: Here we are. What is this? Episode 247? 247. Cheers, Steve. We made it to the big 247, the significant number that everyone cares about.
0: Yeah. Actually, that's a new model. Well, I don't think it's a new model, but it's a model of New Balance shoe that I've been checking out, trying to decide if I want to. Jump into the pool without. Well, one. we hit the episode number. You
1: have to buy them to celebrate. Hey. All
0: right, this week we're drinking True Brewing Company Ancient Bowl, thanks to Grant Wilson from yeah. Big Ear Petals. This is a photo uh, uh, fermented saison ale, dry hopped with El Dorado hops.
1: So, did we take a break from drinking beers from Grant because we didn't want to share with RJ last week? Yes. Well, it's hard. <laughs> like it's hard to split a beer. You can't, sorry, RJ. You can't split a beer three ways. You can barely we, split it split it two ways. We still it's not like we didn't have beer last week. No, we had beer last week. That's for sure. Uh, you got anything new going on, Steve? Um why don't you go first? You go first. Okay. I've just been selling a crap ton of pedals. Like throwing pedals into the wind like crazy, just accepting offers. Oh, yeah. not getting too hung up on like the values of the thing, but still also like making sure I'm getting a fair amount of money. You got some windfall out of that. Yeah. We have have an agreement here uh, concerning uh, demo stuff. When I get a paid demo, uh, part of the package is that we do episode sponsorship. So Steve gets a portion of pedals that I sell that were all demo units because he was part of providing the sponsorship. Uh, So Steve got some windfall that you weren't expecting. That pedal
0: money helped pay for my phone.
1: New phone day. And I got a discount on the phone thanks to one of our listeners. So that's cool. Pretty slick. You got connections there, Steve. Nice. But I don't know the, the actual count of pedals, but I'm pretty sure it's in the teens. That you've sold? Like mid teens. That you sold yeah, already? Yeah, that wow. I sold already. Um, um, which is crazy to think about that I just sold more pedals than I probably owned when we started this podcast. Right. Like, in two weeks, I just unloaded them. And so, I still am drowning under a pile of pedals. So
0: you said, like, you didn't get too hung up on offers and stuff? Um,
1: yeah, like, if, if people got within, like, 10 or $15 of what I was going for, I was just like, I've got two other things I'm going to ship out today, so yeah, I'll accept this offer so right. I can ship out three things right. today. <laughs> Sorry I didn't work hard to get you a little bit whatever. extra it's of your cut, whatever. Steve. Um, I, I don't... But this then also, was like I had an emphasis on like getting stuff gone, you know. Yeah, you gotta make room. You gotta you gotta figure stuff out. Nam is coming up. I can't ha- get like a ton more pedals because I just don't have room for them. Even though I have built like this, <laughs> you know, whole room in the garage for us to do this. Like I don't want to be the guy with six thousand pedals. Right. I want to be the right. guy with a comfortable like seventy-five to a hundred pedals, which is still like way too many. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. <laughs> It's <laughs> right. ridiculous. Um, I
0: guess my what's new is going to be that the Gearsupply.co website is up.
1: We got an old Gearsupply mug here to remind <laughs> us of yeah. days gone by. Um, you were, you teased this like last week, I think, or the week before? It was a while ago. Because um, the, the, to... the, the website was teasing up like, hey, th- something's coming. Yeah. So now it's it's finally up, and it looks like someone has bought the old domain name for Gear Supply. Uh, The previous owner obviously just let it lapse.
0: It says, uh, we know Gear Supply Co. ended with an awful situation that hurt a lot of people. We are compiling a list of customers who paid for products or subscriptions and didn't receive items. This form is an effort to examine the true extent of the damage with potential for a class action suit. So accuracy and honesty are paramount. Um, and it says, you know, first name, last name, it asks for, um, like what products or your email address, first name, last name, email address, what products you were like, I think purchased that you never received. And then how
1: much you believe you're owed. And then they asked for Something social like security and bank account number. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all, that. all credit cards. And, uh,
0: what's that number on the back of your credit card
1: See, You're the not going to get, you're not going to get your money back unless you give them all that information. Yeah. No, it, uh, I was reading through comments and I saw you commenting somewhere that you like are a few degrees of separation away from whoever bought this but you don't know like the details. Right, right. So, so, so like you're you're of the impression that this is legit.
0: Yeah, I know I um I like happen to kind of know Yeah, I, like I know a person who knows a person and I know the person that I know has enough credibility with me that I think that the person that they know is also very credible. They haven't told me who the person sure. is they know, and I'm not going to name the person that I know. This is an anonymous source, so we're not
1: naming names here at 60 Cycle. Huh?
0: And you know, we've already been been warned about this, but whatever. But it seems like someone is legitimately
1: uh, trying to gather together the information to see what the dollar amount damage is that was done to the best of their yeah, ability. Yeah. Like this isn't some sort of nefarious <laughs> scam. I mean, it's kind of funny that like they've been able to put this underneath the domain name.
0: Oh, that, that the part, domain
1: address of the offending company. That part is hilarious. Um, but I could see what, cause I was seeing all sorts of comments on different groups of people like, wow, like what are they doing is what's going on. Right. Because the website is r- under the impression that your supply is doing this to themselves and that's, just not what's happening. Well, the
0: website went up um, like a few like a, a few weeks ago and it just said like something something is coming and people are like, what's coming? Um, so just to give, I guess, a little bit of perspective. Don't
1: set me up for jokes and it's like oh, I have geez. to resist
0: them. Um, Jeez. The Gear Supply Pedal
1: Kickstarter raised $21,000. Oh, man. And from uh, what? Oh, God. Geez, twenty one thousand dollars off that Kickstarter. And from, yeah, from what I understand, maybe like a hundred pedals got delivered.
0: I don't. Yeah, I don't know how many were delivered. I do have a harmonic tremolo. You still have that? Yeah, I haven't. Uh, I don't think. Uh, I haven't listed it. I haven't listed it. I'm. I meant to get that up on Reverb. Um, but anyway, uh, if you're listening, I can say that like I. I am personally vouching for uh, this website being legit. I yeah. know people... Well, no, that's the other funny thing, right? So people are like, oh, they want your name and your email address? Like, I give more information to D- D- Dario like, on a weekly basis just to enter drawings. Like, <laughs> they want to know, like, what instrument I play. How dare they have that's that
1: personal per- information? That is personal information. Because it is the skin I pl- flute. I play <laughs> bass and guitar? <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> i mean this is kind of i felt like this subject is a little sensitive for us because they were a paying sponsor of our show here are we complicit are you saying that you think we might be complicit i'm not saying that we're complicit but the thing that feels funny to me is that i don't want other potential sponsors to be like oh these guys will sell us up the river something goes wrong but i mean the reality of of gear supply is that they were taking orders when the business was no more. They continued to take people's orders and continue yeah. to take people's money when there was no intention to fulfill I those would, orders. I
0: would say if you don't want to get sold up the river, that doesn't mean you shouldn't offer a sponsorship. It means you shouldn't do something that gets you sold up
1: the river. Yeah, exactly. Like at this, I mean, it's not, it's not our fault. As far as we knew, they were a, a functioning business when they were sponsoring sponsoring us. We were re- receiving product. People yep. that uh, that we knew that were in our audience were receiving product. And then later on, they weren't. And when yeah. I hit the point where I wasn't receiving product, I canceled my account with them. So
0: were you able to get a refund from like a chargebacker or whatever?
1: Um, I was able to cancel the automatic payments, and I think I got one. Uh, one payment charge. Right. And minutes. I
0: think that's, for me, that's going to be the tricky thing is I'm going to have to go back like a year. I think I have like maybe one, one or two months oh, to document what, yeah. You, okay. Well, to like, just even to figure it out. Cause I'm not like super sure. Um, like I think there was at least one month. I don't actually know if I can figure it out, but I know I'm sure there are people who, excuse me, who like had multiple string subscriptions, like, I only had the one for mm. acoustic strings at, like, $9 yeah. a month or whatever. I feel like the
1: people who got burned on the pedals is a bigger deal than the strings. I oh, mean, for sure. It, it for all sure. adds up. Like, if everyone who got shorted two packs of strings reports that as a financial loss, that, that all adds up. But it's yeah, like it's like $25 or the whatever. The freaking Kickstarters and Black Friday sales on pedals when there was no intention to actually complete those orders. Yeah. Or a foreseeable... I mean, I wasn't there. I don't know how the business was going down. Maybe there was intention, but maybe there wasn't a foreseeable ability to complete those orders. And yeah. they were just crossing their fingers. I don't know. The whole thing went down real messy. So it's interesting to see this come up. Uh, if you uh, lost money with Gear Supply and you're in our audience, go to that website. I'm assuming Gearsupply.co? Will, yeah. I'm assuming Steve will link to it in the episode description as well. Oh, I made a note that told me to. well if you got a note there you're gonna do it
0: yeah so uh you got anything else I don't have anything else alright this first ad was sent in by Adam Rohr of the let them hear podcast everybody got a podcast these days um anyway uh this is a huge slash new open box guitar pedal lot reseller deal says there's 33 pedals in this um it's uh a mix looks like a mix of the T Rex um, Fat
1: Fat Sugar. I don't. I'm assuming that's like a boost because it's one knob. And uh, the Mad Professor OneDrive. One Dri- is that what it's called? I the think one that's drive? what it, it's a drive, but it just has a one on it. I'm assuming that <laughs> it's a drive. I um, probably should. I should probably look it up. Okay, Steve. So at eighteen hundred
0: dollars. You have to sell these for fifty five dollars a piece in order to break even. That's a little rough. Um, Yeah. What? At what price per unit do you think
1: you would have to drop down to in order to? Well, on Reverb, make this work. The first, uh, well, Guitar Center says that they're ninety nine dollars used. Ninety nine dollars used. Reverb says there's one for one thirty six used. It's a one distortion. Okay. Um, I mean, I guess for fifty five bucks for the distortion, let's look up this uh, this other one. Fat sludge. You said it was fat sugar. Fat sugar.
0: You you think that it would be worth it? Fifty five bucks. What's the fat sugar T Rex stuff? I feel like is difficult to sell in the United States. Mad Professor's maybe a little easier, but I had trouble selling the uh, the go-to reverb T Rex stuff that I had. I had trouble moving. It's
1: because Mad Professor stuff doesn't really move here unless Guitar Center is blowing out like the the golden cello for like fifty-nine bucks or something like that. You know, is that a Mad Professor pedal? Yeah, Uh, the only one I really know is
0: the is the Lil Green Wonder. And I forgot what their delay is called. I feel that like... That one's, like,
1: kind of more of a known... Overseas, they're... Oh, am I, why am I having so much trouble searching for this? <laughs> Professor. Oh, because it's T-Rex. You're looking for a T-Rex pedal. Oh, duh. The
0: T-Rex stuff, I think, is definitely more popular in Europe. But T-Rex is another one of those bre- those
1: brands where it's, also, like... this good... has, like, side knob. It has a side knob and a switch. Oh, Yeah. Anyway, well let me let me look. I'm there now. I'm you finally. You think at fifty five dollars,
0: this is like a well, thing? Well, these
1: go for ninety used, ninety with used. fifteen dollars shipping on Reverb. So you you what? That's like the bottom one. That I've but seen you so got to do okay. But you here's gotta, one for 80 dollars <laughs> shipping. So both of these, like yeah, you could you could flip these, uh, you could move them for seventy five bucks without much trouble on Reverb if you did cheap. Shipping, if you did honest shipping. Um, and you would make profit, but you would be selling these a lot to make $25 at a time.
0: Basically, so over the course of selling 55 pedals off at $75 a pop, uh, you would profit... Let's say you do free shipping, because I'm a big fan of free shipping. Uh, no, so, no, so, make it no... Man. What are you going to charge for shipping? Eight bucks?
1: Yeah, eight bucks. Okay, so... I don't uh, do free shipping. I, I like to... You don't do free shipping? No, I charge for the shipping. Oh, man. Because it makes the price look lower. Yeah, I jack my price up. That's, do, why I, that's so why I, 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 I sold mid-teens of pedals last week, Steve. I,
0: I only have one pedal left in my store. But we'll talk about that later. How many teens of pedals did you sell? I don't like? have teens of pedals to sell. <laughs> uh,
1: I might have more than one pedal left. Yeah, I have two. Okay, so how much could you make $75 profit times 33 I mean $25 profit times 33. Uh, I should be
0: We're waiting see. on math. It's six hundred and seventy five dollars.
1: Six hundred dollars profit from an eighteen hundred dollar investment, not including the time spent, doesn't feel worth it to me.
0: It's okay, but it's a very slow game because you have to move it's like you're not gonna move more than one of these a week.
1: If you're lucky, yeah. I feel like it got to get the price down to where it's like, like thirty-five bucks a pedal or yep. something like that. If you're buying this many of them, it's got to be that low. So thirty-five times thirty-three, uh, eleven $1, fifty-five. Yeah, I a would fa- say one thousand one hundred fifty-five dollars. I would say I
0: think I would offer twelve hundred for this. That puts you up at like thirty-seven dollars a pedal. Yeah, a good. Nice I think is number. a nice round number. Well, you know, you
1: would offer a grand and then you would sell uh, okay. for twelve. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Uh That's and funny. so what would that give you profit wise for each one? I mean for the whole lot. Um well it would give you like a $1, eleven $1, hundred dollars.
0: If say if you got No 12, it, Yeah, you would make like a grand. If you had tw- if you got it for twelve hundred, then you would make uh twelve hundred dollars on it. I like, like 50, this deer by 50. the way.
1: Basically, so that at that point, I
0: think it's it's like worth it.
1: Yeah, I no, I think that's definitely worth the investment to like double your money, but with a bunch of work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a bunch of work. Well, you got to find a place to like put all these. Yeah, there's storage too. Storage is an issue. I don't have a place to put all these. You got to go. You got to ship something thirty three times. Yeah, and you got to deal with every step of reverb thirty three times.
0: You know what I would be tempted to do is just. As soon as I got these, just put them all in padded envelopes and like just prep them to go, just prep them all. And that way, all I
1: have to do is print the label, slap it on, and we're I done. I get nervous. So, like when I shipped out multiple pedals in a day this past week, it's like, oh, I got to put the label on there first and leave the bag open. So I make sure it's the right one. Label so the bag so I don't ship it to the wrong, ship the wrong pedal to the wrong person. Then I'm fixing two shipping mistakes. Oh my gosh. You know? Oh, right, because you're shipping multiples. <laughs> right, total mix-up. Oops. So I'd probably get nervous and not pre-do everything.
0: You could just label all the bags. You could leave the bags open, like Ian, just have oh, the pedals in the bag.
1: I have a story to add on to my what's new. Oh, great. We're, ta- we're, ta- we're still talking about shipping pedals. Uh, I still need to make my shipping video. My, oh. uh, my favorite person at the post office... I told him a while back because I was shipping a bunch of stuff all at once. Yeah. I was like, oh, I do like guitar stuff. And this is like guitar things. Okay. Because he's like, oh, you're in here a lot, like shipping like the same size package. And he was like, oh, my, my kid plays guitar. And I was uh-huh. like, oh, well, look up my, my channel. So last time I was at the post office, he was like, oh, we've been watching your videos. Yeah. <laughs> he was excited about it. He didn't act ashamed or embarrassed. Uh, and then he was telling me about how his kid has a band. Up in Temecula. You're going to go see him? No, I'm not going to go up to Temecula to see him. But that, they uh... they played a, ah, like a was... battle of the bands recently or something. That was not and good. And he was telling me the ages of all the kids in the band. And it's all a bunch of teenagers ranging from like 13 to 17. So that sounds like a lot that's of fun. Cool. I wish I was in a band when I was 13 to 17. I didn't get into a band until I was out of college. <laughs> but that's a fun uh, fun age range to be in bands. That was
0: not my best choice. You get
1: all the yeast at the bottom? Yeah, it's very... Uh, you really got it.
0: <laughs> Tastes like I just bit into a grapefruit rind.
1: I can see the... Uh, it's weird, right? Yeah, I can see the yeast on the side there. The sediment. All right, so, maybe. do
0: you have anything else to add no, to this? No, I was going to hit this first topic.
1: And just $1,800 is a big investment to jump in Yeah, on something yeah. like this.
0: Um... This first topic was sent by Emily Harris. Um, this is a product called The Mirror from a company called Midi Plus. Um, I will preface this by saying I'm going to do my best to read the ad copy for this.
1: Um, yeah, I want you to read it straight face. Uh, their, uh, their copy on their website. Uh, it's a little,
0: it's a little uh, lost in translation. It's definitely sure. not through a Google Translate. So, so um, I say I'm going to try to go through it without commentary, um, particularly like on the grammar, just because it, this is a this is a it has
1: been translated
0: a Chinese company, so um, a Taiwanese company. So anyway, here we go. Oh, hold on, I need to turn the brightness up on my phone if I can figure out how to do that. I need to
1: find this product. There we on go. My phone.
0: Uh, this is called the Mirror Audio Interface. Mirror is a member of MIDI Plus Fancy Series products. Actually, if I can figure it out, I'm gonna like translate this to okay. proper English. Okay, if you want to. With the growing demands of audio quality, audio interface is no longer a formidable device. Product characteristics become more important, and that leads us to observe the industry and market over again. It is already a trend to show ourselves online at at home at a home studio. So, we decided to design an audio interface specifically for females. (laughs) Um, We hope it reveals more elegance and charm. This is Mirror. Discard the common thinking flow. Through a female perspective and taste, we attempted to integrate Mirror Light into this product. By the research of cosmetics, luxuries, jewelry, color sets, visuals, textures, and female ergonomics, we endure it calm, mysterious, and grace. It's just like a black diamond treasure box. Polished, glossy cover and frosted metal body gives a first impression. Once opened, we hope to bring a bigger surprise. So we created a series of formal and exciting sense of ritual for operating experience. Gently open the cover. The moment of launching the mirror light. Twirl the colorful eyeshadow-shaped knobs. Glance at the equalizer LED. Enjoy the waves of sweet interaction. Mirror supports Android, Android and iOS phones, PC and Mac, pads, and can be connected to monitor, headphone, mics, electric guitar, almost any pro and entertainment conditions. Look at the beauty one in the mirror. Plug, sing, and play. Oh, man, where do we start with this? This product. Uh, well, my first thought was... Uh, these humans and their females! Oh my god! Why are they clothed? <laughs> oh, it's so hideous!
1: This is a good impression of a uh, Ferengi, Steve. Thank you, thank you. Good job. <laughs> been, uh, <laughs> been listening to Treks in the City, a, n- a new Trek podcast, Steve. <laughs> yeah, you are deep into a new Trek podcast. Yeah, I didn't even know it's there another was another Star podcast.
0: Trek: The Next Generation podcast.
1: I've, I've stopped listening to The Greatest Generation since they got into DS9. I just can't hang with DS9. Oh, I'm
0: watching. I've been, I just, uh, I actually started watching DS9 like maybe a couple years ago. So I'm still working through it. Maybe like a year ago. Still working
1: through. I can't hang with it. I just don't like it. They don't go anywhere. I mean, they go places sometimes. They go
0: places more once you get into, like... They go to like, places like I go to the store. Once, like, you, once you get into, like, season three or four... Can we stop talking about this? Yeah, I know I, I what you're saying. Like, they go to places
1: like you go to the store. I would yeah.
0: say, like, they go on places like you go on vacation.
1: Yeah. Like, sometimes they go to places for a few days. So, anyways, this recording interface looks just like a makeup compact yeah and the knobs on it are like the flat round style knobs with a little bit of a bump on the edge so you can like twirl it around and they look like they are these they're size. like they're like pink purple yeah, they're all various tans they're colored to look like makeup and did you show this to your wife at i all? did and she like she couldn't like figure it out and thought that the reason she couldn't figure out was because she didn't understand what the piece of equipment was for. And I was right. like, listen, it's just a piece of recording equipment. Is it appealing to you in any way that it looks like a makeup compact? And she was just like baffled by it. Yeah, um, yeah that's fair. I mean, It looks like a fine interface as far as its technical specs go for casual recording into your <laughs> computer laptop you know smart device whatever um, it looks like the correct size it looks like it's got various plugs and controls and whatnot but i just cannot wrap my head around the flip out mirror with the led and the novel i can almost get behind the novelty and be like you know if someone wants this if they'd wrap, if they want this look on their desk instead of you know like A regular kind of like nerdy looking, you know, uh, interface box that would sit on their computer. They want something that looks kinda decorative and looks kinda like it would, you know, fit their fit their style. Like there's every tons of people use makeup, lots of dudes use makeup for various different reasons. Like it's not that huge of a deal.
0: I think there I think there is a market for this and I'll get to that in a second. Do we know the
1: price on this?
0: There's no price. It actually just got released. Okay. So I think it's more of like a promo. Um, My I I do have a thought on this. It's in the form of a poem. It goes like this. Uh, I didn't know it was going to be poetry night with Steve. It says uh, my, my poem is mirror in the interface. Please talk free. The door is locked. Just you and me. Can I take you to a restaurant that's got glass tables? You can watch yourself while we're recording.
1: I like it, Steve. Did yeah. you just write that all by yourself? I, I did.
0: I did. I like it. It's got
1: it's got a nice uh the the beat was nice, I thought. It, in the copy that that they, they say that this is designed for a woman. Right. Designed for a woman I've, by men? I've We don't know if it was designed by men. That's something else my wife asked she's she was like is was this designed by a woman? I was like I have no idea. But I've never operated my home recording interfaces, right? With my dick, like not once. Like I don't think my interface is gendered at all. Like, do we need to have gendered interfaces? Like, it's one thing to make an interface that looks more sleek and looks uh, more decorative on your desktop or in your recording space. You can fold it down, and people won't know that it's some sort of nerdy piece of gear. I guess. But it's like, does it matter what genitals we have when <laughs> we're using an, a recording interface? Well, it's like, so all of the color choices here,
0: first of all, like, if you want to do this, you simplify it. Like, why do you need a mirror? You don't, if you want it to have a lid, I guess you can have a lid. Yeah. It's a mirror with, I can see the functionality of like the LED. I like guess one, so of you those,
1: can, one of the knobs on the top, one of the big knobs is to adjust the brightness of the LED yeah. on the mirror. Yeah. Instead of putting another audio controlling Interface there, it's a controls the light on the mirror.
0: Right. Well, this is basically like a two channel interface. It's got an XLR input, and it's got an instrument input. So it's just your basic interface. Yeah. But it's put into like a makeup type box, like a uh, not a compact, it but like looks, a makeup
1: box. It kind of looks too big for the functions that it has. It is too big for the functions that it has. I'm gonna I'm just gonna come out and, and say it, Steve. I think that this is a bye-bye and not a bye-bye. You mean it's a bye-bye? It's a buy-by-bye-bye-bye. Yeah, Bye bye bye. It bye its not a bye 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 It's a bye-bye. Yeah,
0: no, it's awful. Were you looking for the spire that's not uh, down here? No, I wasn't, but I was talking about the spire, so I was I was uh I, I feel like this thing is probably about the same size as the Spire with like half the functionality. It kind of looks bigger to me. Um, I showed this to one of my coworkers who actually cr- openly cringed at the line, um, which we, you know, we kind of poked out. Well, you didn't already. read it. There's a
1: line at the bottom that says, perfect for operating with your vagina. That's not true.
0: Uh, no, uh, one, one of my coworkers uh, cringed at, we decided to design an audio interface specifically for females. Yeah. And she goes, I was waiting for it to just say females like instead of women. Right. Like, even if you, like, it's already an awful product, but when you say, like, females,
1: it's like, what is this? So it makes it grosser somehow. And that's. I mean, it's technically correct. And then I don't even like, think ugh. that that's
0: a. Um, you hear the Ferengi. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I I don't think that that is something well you know that's a, that's something where you can say like oh well you know it's lost in translation or whatever but but that's a thing that you see in even in American like descriptions where it's like it's fee- females like it's like it's just
1: re- reduction to just a biological state. Right. And I feel I think some people use it because they feel like it is more technically accurate so it can't be Problematic versus calling them ladies yeah. and like raising your eyebrows. Yeah, ladies. well, that's why. That's what
0: I told. Her. I was like, well, at least it didn't say designed specifically for ladies. The ladies.
1: They could have said for women, or they could have said for people who enjoy makeup.
0: <laughs> well, so like one of the things we talked about is that yeah, it's it could be for like people who enjoy makeup but really like even adult women generally don't have this sort of thing like this is a thing that's more of like a a young women or like a teenager thing like girls yeah. who think makeup is fun kind of a thing
1: it's like you're and- not gonna like with the, the mere part of it is a novelty i get it but it's like you're not gonna sit there and do your makeup in a provided mirror attached to your recording interface while you're working on your mix. Yeah. Like it doesn't make any sense. Um, and Uh, and also like
0: if you are using this to work on your mix the whole time, you're just going to be looking in the mirror like this, like
1: I'm kind of surprised they didn't complete the gimmick and actually, and actually provide like makeup with it.
0: Maybe you can write to him. Like branded
1: makeup, uh, That just goes with it as like a throw-in promotional thing. Um, Another thing, like my first impression when I saw it was trying to make heads or tails of what I was looking at. I assumed it wasn't a mirror. I assumed it was a monitor screen at first. And I also assumed with the light around it that there would be a built-in camera somewhere. And this would be a device for... Uh, like live streaming, right? So you, that, can, that you can it, you can plug in a guitar, you can plug in a microphone, and you have an audio and video interface. Even if it is, even if it was like a mount to hold your existing uh, you know smartphone on there to right. use the camera for that, and then you mount it in between the light so that the light is shining and you're m- monitoring with the camera. Like, and that's actually like
0: kind of an interesting product idea, but this is. Specifically for females with a female
1: perspective but in mind. But even if it had, even if it had that functionality of being able to use it for uh, live video performances, right. I feel like it would it would completely expand that concept and be like, yeah, this is this is for people who you know get done up and and make videos of themselves and do and do performances. That makes more sense. All this interface is
0: is it's taking one of their other interfaces 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 is it's? and and putting it's putting lipstick on a pig
1: basically like it's it's trying to make that something. should be the uh, that should be the the logo or like the mascot of the product is a pig with lipstick.
0: It's taking a, a basic item that people who are getting into recording
1: is pinkwashing a term when you're like when you gender wash it to be it female. Should, it should be. I feel like I've heard that term before, or something like it. Like I've, it is I haven't heard it. it if that's a term, or if I'm just making it up now, is pink washing. Right. Or it's like, oh, we have a regular product, let's throw it in a new case with a slightly different look, and it'll be for ladies. Yeah. When the when the other version of it is unisex. Right. And and that's the thing, is is I feel like so This whole product could have been completely bypassed. By instead of making a makeup themed product, just make a home decor themed product. Sure. And be like, this can sure. look good on your desktop when you're, you know, you clean up your house for company to come and with. And I her. think,
0: like, even trying to make it makeup themed, it already kind of like misses its target because it, again, it's trying to do this whole elegant black diamond thing as if it's for, like, you know, when Audrey Hepburn comes home in her heels and little black dress and pearls to record. Right. Like this is the interface. Like but the reality is, is the market for this is probably like you just
1: put together the video for this. Prob- That's the- a good pitch. Thank you. Uh
0: the market for this is probably really like um is like teenage girls who want something like kind of fancy and are like want it to sit on their desk and it's like an entry level thing it's this is
1: the market for this isn't teenage girls who want to get into recording the market for this is dads who want to buy something for a teenage girl who wants to get into recording right yeah really that's really really their teenage girl just wants a scarlet you know yeah or an inbox
0: i cannot think like i really sat there and thought like who is the artist who would sponsor this who is like if they wanted to get like an artist sponsor sure. like if if this just went out if this product went out in um so we get these emails from companies every once in a while that's like oh confidential da, 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 da. and you know uh and it'll be like basically like who wants in on this like who wants to demo this like on the sure hashtag demo guy brag um side of it and and so we kind of have the option on uh, sometimes like we see stuff like that and I'm like, hey Ryan, you gonna hit this guy this company up? And you're like, oh, I don't I don't really have like an idea of what I'd do with that. Like if yeah. it's like a you know, depending on what kind of pedal it is. Well, a lot like, of times
1: it comes down to what well I think our audience exactly. will be excited Exactly. About it, so.
0: so so thinking about it from that perspective, like if this product went out to like a bunch of a bunch of people, like I just can't visualize who the person is who's like
1: Yeah, I'll jump on that.
0: Oh one. yeah, I'll I'll jump on that and not just jump on it. Like, I mean there's a novelty there. Like I'm sure there are people who would do it for the novelty of it, but I'm saying like I can't think of who's gonna sit there and go like, Oh yeah, this is a product that I think I could really get behind. Yeah, totally. Like
1: when Earthquake Quaker came out with the Aqueduct, it was like, I want that. I'd love to demo that. Yeah. So I hit them up, and like, can yeah. I get one of those to demo? And they obliged. I look at this and I can't imagine who would be like, I need I I want to get my hands on that so I can make content yeah. with it. It's really another thing is weird. like I mean, I'm sure there are, but I don't think most people who use makeup, you know, especially you know, like focusing on women, are like, I just love the object of makeup and want right. to have things that around me that are themed around the object of makeup. They're fans of the use of makeup. They're into the actual product of makeup, but they don't need to have things in their life that remind them of makeup. You know? Yeah. Like they're not like buying like you know glasses it's, for their for their tableware that looks like lipstick containers it's or something very like that you know? unnecessarily silly yeah it's
0: very un- it's it's
1: pandering to like a gross it's, level it's the guitar lamp version of like makeup fandom where it's like guitars don't want a guitar lamp, they want a guitar. Right. And a lamp. Right. They want the lamp. They want the lamp next to the guitar to, to illuminate the guitar. They don't want to look at a lamp that is shaped like a guitar. Yeah. Know? It's a silly product. You got anything else on this? I don't. Let's yeah. move on.
0: All right. Uh let's take a second to thank our sponsors after that wonderful Yay, that wonderful piece that
1: they sponsored. Uh, our first hey, By the way, if you ever want to sponsor this show, is something that we do. Hit us up. I know a lot of lis- a lot of listeners are builders and people in various companies. Uh, we are we have a lot of sponsorship options and here are some sponsors who are taking care of those who are taking advantage of those options.
0: Yeah, this uh first sponsor you, is uh Sinusoid Pro Audio Couture. Uh, right now we're featuring a special product from them. It's called the uh, uh Florida Panhandle cable. Yeah. Um, this is great. The Florida Panhandle I love Giving that,
1: cable. I love that Sinusoid does this. They've done this before with various things. Um, they're donating to the Red Cross, I believe.
0: Yeah. So the site says uh, our show of support to the wonderful Florida Panhandle area. Uh, for a limited time, we're offering the Florida Panhandle giving cable where all of the profits will go to vetted relief efforts. So I believe this is going to the uh, North Florida Red Cross. Okay. Uh, your full sale price, less the cost of goods and shipping, will go specifically to helping those in need in the Panhandle this Primo cable is made with Van Dam Classic XKW in bright white, and comes with upgraded Neutrik plugs. It's phenomenal, sounds great, and it, and is a color callback to the flag of the great state of Florida. It's really attractive. There's also looking. a link on that site if you just want to donate. Um, this is a white, basically a white cable. The plugs are black with a red trim. It looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, go check it out. What uh, is this for Hurricane Michael relief efforts? Yeah.
1: One of the employees over there at Sinusoid uh, has personal ties to an area that was pretty much devastated. So, uh, that's part of the heart behind this. Like, they're not just doing it to, you know, like, ah, look at us. We do nice things. Like, they're, they have people on their team that are legitimately affected yeah. by the area. So, uh, it's sincere, guys. Go check it out, go buy a cable. I might buy one soon. I've been thinking about it. I, I bought
0: one during. I bought one of the Houston ones. I know they're they're good cables. Yeah. Um, do you have any other? Sp- we do. Yeah, yeah we do. Uh, we our other sponsor this week is Gun Street Wiring Shop. Uh, they do custom wiring kits for everything.
1: Not everything. I think it's specific to guitars, Steve, and basses, and basses. Like you can't get a wiring everything. harness for like my Nissan Sentra from them. I mean, have or you, a- have you I? asked? I haven't asked.
0: Do you need one? No. Okay. <laughs> uh,
1: I've got one of their harnesses in my SG back there. You've got yeah, a harness. Got one in my Telecaster. In your Telecaster. I'm going to put one in that red Telecaster behind me eventually here. Um, I'm waiting to get the pickup testing guitar together. Oh, that's the, right. The SL uh, so that I can test a bunch of pickups. I was originally thinking I'd throw a third humbucker in there, but we've got all those pickups in from Grant from Big Ear. Mm. So maybe I want to throw one of those funky things in there. Like, what if I want to put that toaster Ooh. pickup in there or the gold foil?
0: Yeah.
1: Like, if I can test them out really quickly with the, uh, the pickup Speaking testing guitar. Speaking of toasters, it's getting toasty in here. Welcome to October, Steve. Sheesh. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's still warm in San Diego. it's a hot water. But then also bitterly cold in the morning. It's like seven inches from the midday sun. Yikes. <sighs> All right, so go check out Gun Street Wiring Shop. There ought to be a, there's, a, there's Rick rolling. There ought to be a term for Santaniing people or Rob Thomasing people. Sorry to interrupt the sponsorship.
0: All right, this ad was sent in by Nate Nagel. <laughs> this is a
1: Gunstreetwiringshop.com. Go, go check them out. Buy stuff.
0: This is a handmade Tweed Deluxe clone. It's $1,250, local pickup only in Falls Church, Virginia. This is uh, on um, reverb. It says Fender Tweed Deluxe Clone, hand tooled leather enclosure, two six V 18 watts, uh, five Y three
1: rectifier. Um, is the rest of this just pictures? Yeah. That Did one? I not get a full? Oh, there wasn't any more description past oh, that. Oh, I, I
0: don't know. That's I'm just. There wasn't a good description on this. The pictures aren't loading, so that. Oh, I'm sorry. It's basically
1: just telling you that it's a it's an old deluxe clone. I don't usually say that, like, I don't usually give a good dollar value. Good return on, like, home-built like amp clones, like kit builds or whatever else. But the look of this thing... just Hot damn! You like it? I, I like this a lot. I love it! And it's not even really my style. Like, I don't have anything else around like this. But it just looks... Beautiful to me, right? Like I, I honestly wonder if the amp work is as good as the leather work oh. is. <laughs> I mean, it's a fairly simple looking circuit. It's a three knob amp, yeah, with on off and then uh, four inputs. Uh, yes.
0: So it's is got that for a, bridging. It's things? a bright and normal channel. So you've got a bright channel. You've got a normal channel. You probably the second input is a low, um, like a low whatever. What's right, what right. For, and so yeah, I believe you. You would be able to bridge on this. So what?
1: What is the? Oh, I can barely read it. Tone, volume, and I'm assuming the other one is master. Uh, tone, volume, and volume. Yeah. So master volume, right?
0: I yeah, presumably.
1: Um. Every detail of this aesthetically, though, is just oh, it's, beautiful. It's great. It looks like like the the leather is super tooled, like like a like a Spanish saddle. Mm. Like a riding saddle. And even look at the handle. The handle is wrapped in some kind of really fancy like upholstery fabric. Yeah. That just somehow works. Like it's is somehow like this combination of like a Spanish and like a British aesthetic that I can't quite wrap my head around. Gotcha. You do $12.50 for this. I would never spend that kind of money on this, but I would very much enjoy seeing this in a studio set out on a table somewhere or in the courtyard of like a Spanish Uh, via, you know, Villa Villa. It's, I want a chair that looks like this. I want furniture that looks like (laughs) this, you know? Well, then you would also need to buy this amp to put on your mantle. Exactly. To put next to it. The, the thing that I'm wondering is like, this is a head. Uh huh. There's no cab to match it. Oh, you know, if, if maybe there is, maybe we just weren't given it for 1250 if it came with a cab hmm. then i'd be more like mm, maybe i should go try this out well it's local oh. pickup so yeah i will i'd no, still never spend that kind out. of money on it it just has this it's like if this came with a I cab i said earlier you like a british like a british spanish thing i really i think it more on thinking like an old west right mixed with spanish uh sort of thing going on go look at the pictures in the episode description yeah. if you're watching the video then you're seeing them. Um, But yeah, I can't, with that kind of leather work, obviously it's custom leather work, I couldn't tell this person not to try to charge $1,200. Yeah. I'm not going to pay it, but I couldn't tell them not to charge that. Right. Because it's very custom. Like you see like every custom little stitch going on here and every little hand tooling bit on the leather. Have I uh, drooled over this thing enough yet? You have. Okay, let's move on. All
0: right, we're going to do some housekeeping. I'm going to do all of our housekeeping this week in one breath.
1: Uh no, I'm not. That feels like something that another podcast would do. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I have small lungs. I think. We also don't just read people's names like redundantly yeah, every so single episode. Maybe we should. Maybe we'd get Be- more sponsors that way. You think so? More patrons. I don't know. Is that a big draw? Probably what would get us people who who people who send money to some kind of podcast that reads the names of every single patron at the end. Let us know if that's something that's appealing to you i do think you need to do
0: i and you need to do a splash for your youtube videos
1: for your youtube patrons for my patrons so, yeah on every video my patron for the youtube has been crashing hard i, I would say in put, the past like 2 weeks put it
0: for i've lost like half my patrons oh really are you thinking you're going to sack it and just push everyone onto this one if you push everyone onto this one, you'll definitely have a longer list of people to put at the end of every episode.
1: Yeah. If they, and video, if they even and video. If they even jump over, it might not be transferable. But it's just like I don't know. I've been feeling frustrated. You couldn't with it. you definitely couldn't I can't do com- it easily. I can't come up with a perk that seems to like make people want to join people just want
0: to be executive producers with little
1: credits at the end man i'm telling you you think i should do a credit roll at do a, the end
0: do don't like you can do a credit roll or like a the splash the thing is list. I,
1: I when i was doing contests i i gave away a medal to someone and i read their name Excuse and, me. The, and the person who is a patron uh wrote me it's like i didn't want my name read i didn't want people to hear my name oh. so I, well now that's someone's going to go watch that video and know you just burned no, someone a, there's a couple of videos so it could be one of those people oh okay um i just wish patreon would let me do
0: giveaways excuse me man my allergies are flying off the hook anyway because that was great uh on the two dollar level uh we got Co schneider he used to be on the one dollar level now he's at the two dollar. he level. doubled up
1: we're getting twice uh, the money from co now
0: at the ten dollar level people who i need to get a hold of to send shirts and stuff which i never yeah anyway i'm we're real backlog, because I'm at running out of shirts, mostly. Yeah. Uh, Greg Sims, uh, Matt Hadley, and Michael Freer. Michael Freer re-upped. He was in, and then he was. Ah. I think he was out, and now he's back. Uh, and I think that's everyone. Oh, Cody Lake came back.
1: Yeah. Cody's back. Uh, so you guys I- didn't know he left, because we don't tell you when people leave. But he left, and then he came back really
0: Yeah, quick. so we've got some merch uh, packages that get sent out eventually yeah we Um, have enamel
1: pins we
0: do have enamel pins now we're gonna i should take some pictures of those we are gonna run out of
1: shirts eventually and i don't think we're gonna continue doing the shirts and that's the tricky thing because we're already out of certain sizes right so uh but when you're in the inner circle you get access to a secret threadless account that we have where everything is priced at cost Right. So, and there's multiple designs in there's and multiple colors of shirts. So you can buy what you want. And they do have, um, the, the tri-blend shirts, which is what we've classically printed stuff on. Right. So you can get that comfortable style of shirt. It's just at a reduced rate versus us just sending it to you. Cause it's just, it's a lot of money and it's a lot of shipping to ship those shirts around. Yeah. And yeah. it's hard for us to keep up on it. Where the smaller stuff that we ship out, you can throw it in an, en- an envelope for the most part. We'll see how this next one goes. It's gonna be <laughs> might be a little it's tricky. It's gonna be tricky. It's gonna be. There's got to be something we can do that'll be the way that we're. Probably, Amazon ships little things all the time.
0: Not in envelopes, but there's little packages you can do. It's like little. Yeah, we'll we will we'll figure something figure out. Something out. Uh, yeah. Probably the easiest. Probably the best way to do it would be to to bubble wrap. Like get a small bubble We've wrap. We've been squares. talking about
1: this too long. Let's move yeah. on. All right, this
0: topic was sent by Josh Marmon. Uh, it's is it on the drive?
1: Uh, yeah, it is. I it's at the beginning of the drive.
0: uh oh, here we go. Uh, he says, "I've been watching back through some popular '90s sitcoms and noticed the huge obsession with the Beach Boys." So he's been watching uh, Full House. Yes, uh, obviously. I, under- I can't.
1: Were there other sitcoms that were Beach Boy centric?
0: I don't know. I know that was the biggest one, right? Um, that comes to mind anyway. He says, "I understand why people like them. I understand the influence they had on the industry." I know a lot of their songs. I totally respect their talent and work. I just do not like them at all. What famous bands or artists do you respect and completely understand the appeal of but simply
1: don't like? I like the Beach Boys like I like reggae. I'm, I'm going like, to let you talk for a second. I, I'm totally fine listening to reggae in an appropriate scenario. Like say I'm on the Beach in Jamaica... And I'm eating, you know, like the sandwiches that they make there, and drinking a piña colada. I totally want to listen to the to reggae. That's great. Uh, the rest of the time, when I'm in traffic, I don't want to listen to reggae. I don't want to listen to reggae when I'm walking around the grocery store. Like I don't care. How often are you in the grocery store and reggae comes on on the over? Probably more often than you'd think.
0: Be. I like to wear, listen to
1: podcasts when I'm shopping. But like Beach Boys is the same thing. Like if I'm like it's good party music. It's fun, good time music, right? But I don't want to listen to it on my own time because mm. it, it's kind of it's kind of. I mean, ex- excluding you know, kind of the more experimental sort of side of you know the right. Pet Sounds side of the Beach Boys, and you know it's kind of like Oingo Boingo where like you can listen to it and hear the deeper levels of the musicianship and whatnot. I only but like know a big, a lot of the big, how many Oingo Boingo
0: hits were there? I only know one.
1: But like a lot of the bigger hits for the Beach Boys are just like pop R and B, like vocal right. group style, like like fun, a lo- fun, a fun, lot fun, 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 fun. A lot fun, of the
0: fun, big fun, hits from the Beach fun, Boys got them sued. <laughs> oh really? No, wasn't there one song that like was just like a straight rip of some song from like the fifties? Oh, I don't know. And they're like, no. Anyway, I
1: don't, I don't know. So I feel like the Beach Boys is established. What, is there like a different artist? I mean, there's tons of like bands and artists and musicians. It's like I can respect this, but I just don't want to listen to it. You know? Well, th- I think not wanting like, to listen I don't to it listen- is different than not liking it. I don't. Well, I don't want to listen to it because I don't like it. Like I don't. Okay. I legitimately don't really want to listen to Jimi Hendrix the vast majority Ooh. of time. Like if I'm watching. A movie and a Hendrix song comes on as like the soundtrack. I'm like, okay, does this work or not? I'm fine. Right, I'm fine. I enjoy, right. enjoy listening to it in the moment. But I don't go out and like go listen to you know Voodoo Child or something right. like that.
0: Uh, I'm gonna say, and this, I maybe should. Eh, I'm not gonna.
1: I'm, I'm the same way with like SRV. Like I don't. I'm not going to caveat this. The same song. But I don't know. If, I don't. Know <laughs> I don't want to
0: listen to. I don't know if SRV is he is Stevie Ray Vaughan big enough to even. Like, I wouldn't have even yeah. thought of them for this conversation. No, they're
1: like, like, I typically don't want to listen to guitar hero music. Right. You and know what
0: so, I mean? so I, what I was going to say, and, and my caveat is that I haven't even really given them a chance. So maybe this isn't fair to say, uh, but my, the first band that came to mind for me or the first artist was Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Uh, I, I like, I that. like the singles, but I don't know if I could just handle an entire album, but I haven't tried. So maybe I should. Because I kind of felt that way, honestly, like I kind of felt that way about Floyd, and then I started listening to Pink Floyd by album. Floyd is
1: one where I don't want to listen to Floyd. uh,
0: like, every once in a while, like, I just got to put on that Wish You Were Here album and listen to it straight through.
1: Excluding the, like, their funner songs, like The Wall, and I can't remember another one right now. Every other Floyd song, I'm just not into. I super don't want to hear it. What's the one about their hands feeling like balloons? Oh, I don't know. Un- un- uh, comfortably Numb. Oh. Like I I would be very happy if I never heard Comfortably Numb ever again for the rest of my life. I just don't like that song. There's a song that talks about balloons? Yeah, there's a line in the roof where he's talking Weird. about his, his hands felt like two big balloons or something like that. It's a song about being high, I'm assuming. Oh. I'm assuming. Like, correct me if I'm wrong and you just have this huge diatribe to lay on me about Pink Floyd and how great they are right um but whatever um but it's it's fine to not yeah. like stuff it's good to not Man. like stuff like part, well, i say all the time part of my you know credo for the whole show for five years now it's like hating something is part of loving it right like hating music is part of loving music if you if you don't hate some music then you probably don't love m- music in general if everyone if everybody loves because you don't have strong feelings about it yeah if everybody
0: like if everybody's like fine with something or if everybody likes something it, it's just kind of like it's probably i would say if everybody likes something it probably means it's not actually doing anything it just means it's inoffensive it doesn't mean it's good yeah you it's know? like when michael buble comes out of his cave you know that means winter is coming <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, this, are there any other bands you can think of that are like big, well-loved bands that you just don't care for? A lot of the Beatles catalog, I'm just not into. Like, I love their earlier stuff where they were more poppy, right? And they were more, you know, like garage rock Beatles mania sort of stuff. And then you, later you they don't got like their later stuff. I don't like weird. Stuff. I'm not in as much into their later, more experimental stuff. I like the. You know, like they're, you know, I want to hold your hand, Mm. you know. I I want to, you know, I want to hold your hand. I don't care so much for Lucy in the sky with diamonds. Anything else? Should we move on? No. We killed it. We killed (laughs) that topic. We nailed it. Uh, We never have to do it again.
0: This ad was sent by Jason Weiser. It's a electric guitar collection. It says private collection of electric guitars for sale by appointment only in Overland Park, Kansas. I'm selling high quality electric guitars by makers, including Gibson, BC Rich, Dean. Does Dean have high quality electric guitars? I bet they have. (laughs) Jackson, Paul Reed Smith, Brian Moore and others. In addition to a limited number of amplifiers and keyboards, prices are negotiable within a range depending on the specific guitar. Please contact me to schedule a private viewing or to place an order. Nationwide is on your side. Oh, my gosh. Shipping is available. Nationwide shipping is available.
1: Uh, <laughs> photos and descriptions
0: available upon request. So there is a number of guitars. A lot. It uh, looks like the And most- he
1: didn't even. Like, this was a, were screen grabs that someone posted to our group. And he didn't even show all of the guitars. And I didn't even screen grab all the guitars he posted. This guy has. 37 guitars listed. The most expensive one is $8,000. It's a Paul Reed Smith Private Stock
0: Custom 24 Rare Cocobolo Hardwood USA Handmade 2011. Um, there's also a Gibson USA Custom Shop Crimson Division Les Paul Custom for $8,000.
1: Um, None see. of these are under like three grand. I'm not. No,
0: uh, the cheapest one was a Brew Baker B2 1999 made in USA for $14. 99. I'm
1: seeing a couple under two grand, yep. but you
0: most just have to get to the end.
1: The vast majority oh, of them man. are over two grand. Can you agree with me on that? Yes, yes. And they kind of range between two and like four grand, five grand. Right. The Dean,
0: the one uh, Dean guitar
1: that uh,
0: was uh, is on there, is uh, signed by Dean Zelensky. So yeah. it was like a made in USA Dean. The Dean ML. So that's there's the a, ML
1: is the dime bag shape, I believe. There's a couple of guitars in here that, of the ones that we screen grabbed, that jump out to me, and it's like, that looks hot. And is I is want this that. Pink it's not Gibson the pink one, one of them? It's not the pink one. It is right. this Danger Randy Flying V. How, uh, much, how much is it? I have no idea. It's got the caliber trim on there, it's red. It kind of reminds me of like. A Miller High Life label. It, it, it does kind of look like that. But it says danger high voltage in humongous letters on this guitar. And it's just so sharp looking and just great. I don't know why I love that look so much, even though like the hardware is gold and I typically don't like gold hardware. And I've never had any experience with the Calor trim either. But I'm trying to figure out what Damn, that looks this this nice is
0: because I'm not seeing it. The
1: other nice one is this Les Paul. Another one with gold hardware. with It's like cherry red with this wh- oh, like fat white binding. Yeah. It looks hot. Just so good. And like I said, gold hardware, I don't know why I'm liking it in these guitars right now. Maybe it's not gold. Maybe it's just reflecting yellow.
0: No, I think that looks gold. That looks like gold hardware.
1: Okay, you're probably right. But it looks just so good. I would I would buy a Les Paul style guitar that had that exact look. No problem. And I would even leave the black pick guard. Normally I like white pickguards.
0: Yeah, this is an older. This might be that crimson red that $8,000. Yeah. One. Cuz that's
1: uh those that's definitely gold uh, a gold finish with patina. Yeah. So what do we think about this ad? Just is this guy? You think this guy is an individual or a private seller? Or do you think this guy runs a store? Um, because of the way the pictures are coming out, uh, I think this guy is a seller. It's look at a this guy. picture. This is interesting. The, the doors in the back look like they have painters tape yeah. all around yeah. them. So, yeah, is this guy's house? Did he flood his kitchen? <laughs> So now he's got it he didn't have insurance, so now he's gotta sell all his guitars. <laughs> hey, hey, man, I relate, I've sold like fifteen pedals this last week because I gotta have money in my pocket. Oh my gosh. Because I've spent all my money on eating out for three months. Whew, it's been interesting. This uh Les Paul in here is interesting with uh, another calorie trim on here. Yeah. And yeah. and uh double, double blade humbuckers. That was, I don't, e- yeah, I don't know. It, those prices are so far out of reality for me, and I'm assuming for you, unless you've come into some actual money to make you super rich, Steve. No, I haven't. Uh, I did play in that big uh, billion dollar lotto.
0: I had a winning ticket. It won $2. I have not, nice. I have not redeemed it. How much
1: did you spend on that ticket? Uh, $20. <laughs> and you won two? Yeah. Yeah. That's not a good return, Steve. No, it's not. It's a <laughs> negative. That's a piss poor return. It's a
0: negative $18 return. It's a loss. It's like a 90% loss. Jeez, Louise.
1: All right. Well, let's get out of here. Yeah. this Good up, Steve. The song was sent
0: by David Howe.
1: We did 247 in style. People have been excited for 247 for a long time. It's a big number to hit. Get that, you know, culturally significant number, 247. Yeah. Uh,
0: David Howe says, hi guys. Really enjoy the podcast. Just for a laugh attached is a project track, a brief music cue that I was working on and then decided to enhance with some vocal work. I originally added actual melodic vocal tracks, but there were too many words for that to work all that well. So I simplified it to this kind of spoken word version. Like I said, just for a laugh or at least a grin. I hope, uh, hope you enjoy listening to it on the technical side. It was recorded in logic pro using the alchemy synth, Fender Jazz Bass and a PRS SE 245. All right. Thanks, Dave, for sending this in. Uh, Thanks, everyone, for listening. We will catch you on the flippy floppy in the Facebook group or somewhere else. I don't know. Bye. See ya.